the Biden administration's choice to head up a powerful financial regulatory agency seems to show that the White House is almost as hostile to free enterprise as China is. Hello, I'm Steve Forbes, and this is What's Ahead, where you get the insights you need to better navigate these turbulent times. The Office of Controller of the Currency is not well known to the public, but it's an immensely powerful regulator supervising 1,200 financial institutions. For this critical economic post, the White House nominated a Cornell Law professor, Soleil Omarova. She grew up in the Soviet Union, graduating from Moscow State University on a Lenin Personal Academic Scholarship. What makes her nomination so astonishing, though, is that she still thinks that what Ronald Reagan rightly labeled as the evil empire, where millions perished in prison labor camps for man-made famines and endless executions, where civil and property rights were non-existent, where you didn't have the freedom to leave the country, where shortages were endemic, where corruption was necessary to survive, still had much to recommend it. Just as eye-popping is that Amarova advocates ending our current banking system and go for a Soviet-style alternative. She wants consumer banking, for instance, to be taken away from banks and instead run by the Federal Reserve. She also wants the government to determine the allocation of loans. Although she listed her Moscow State University thesis about the glories of Marxism on her CV until recently, she now refuses to let U.S. senators, who must confirm her for this post, actually see this thesis. While Amarova can't take over banks without legislation, she can still exercise enormous powers on what banks can and cannot do. For instance, during the Obama administration, the Office of Control of the Currency made sure banks didn't make loans to what it considered undesirable industries and companies, such as gun manufacturers. She would certainly put fossil fuel companies on her no-lending list. While this nomination may not make it through the Senate, it is indicative of the anti-commerce, anti-free market mentality of this president and his team. They just assume the economy will do just fine despite massive and destructive new taxes, onerous mandates and regulations, and dangerous inflationary money printing by the Federal Reserve. One can only hope they're learning that they just can't snap their fingers and change things their way overnight. The spectacle of President Biden begging first Russia and Saudi Arabia to increase oil production and now U.S. producers to do the same demonstrates the folly of his anti-fossil fuels policies. Unfortunately, though, the White House remains oblivious to what it takes to nurture an innovative, opportunity-rich economy that substantially raises the standard of living for everyone. I'm Steve Forbes. Thanks for listening. Do send in your comments and suggestions, and I look forward to being with you soon again. Oh,